What is going on, beautiful people? And welcome to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I am your host, Serge V. Synthe, and this is episode 249 of The Fight Podcast, morning coffee and fight news, man. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Thank you, everybody, for joining me, everyone who's on Facebook right now, everybody on uh, um, Facebook, everybody on YouTube, everybody on Twitch. Thank you so much for joining me on this morning show. Uh, it's like I said, 1 to 1.30 or so, East Coast time, West Coast, where I am right now. It's nice, you know, 10.30 a.m. Like I said, taking a sip of this morning coffee for you guys. So salute to everybody watching the show. Take a little sip before we get going. Ah, man. So I uh, hope you guys had an amazing weekend. Uh, I know I did. Uh, it's funny, man. It really is uh, beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. Lady and I did a lot of uh, Christmas shopping this weekend, and when I, it's funny this this year's Christmas shopping is so fucking different, man. It's so different. I remember she and I running around, and, and shit has been different, you know, in terms of ordering stuff, right? But there was always we could always run to the store. It was it was nothing to go out there and run to the store for some shit, right? Haven't been able to do that really, man. So trying to figure everything out, ordering shit online, you know, getting things to family members because you're not going to actually go all the way to where they are. Uh, again, if you guys listen to the show before, you know, fam, I, I'm from Chicago. I live in L.A. now. Um, I moved out here during the pandemic. And uh, and with my lady, my lady lives out here and for working everything. We're, we're making this shit happen. Uh, but, uh, and if you guys are watching, uh, on YouTube right now or Facebook or Twitch, you know, I say we have to, re- even though I'm in LA, when I'm not in my city, I must rep my city, obviously rocking the Chicago shirt. Uh, but, um, but man, when we're out here, it was one of those things that, you know, just doing some grocery shopping, not grocery shopping, uh, Christmas shopping, hanging out, putting the tree, the tree up. And, uh, it, I guess it's just that feeling, even though it's warm out here, it's still the feeling in the area of the holidays, man. So it feels good. Um, and it's exciting, but yo, fight wise, uh, I don't know about you guys, but this weekend I, I, I loved it. I, I felt like there was so much news. I don't know if you guys follow the fight podcast page uh, on IG. If not, you need to at the fight podcast. Uh, but one of the things about it is I, I've been putting all the, 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 the top news and notes of the week. Okay. So if you guys want all the best action, all the best fight news coming directly at you, Fam, I am the Elliot Wilson of fight stuff, all right? It's going to be fight news. It's going to be, you know, uh, pop culture references, all that good shit we're putting directly right there on uh, on our page, man. But there was so much news coming out this weekend, and it wasn't just, it was a gang of fight announcements, which I love. But we also, out of nowhere, we had craziness in terms of fam. We're getting people being cut. Dana White uh, has already come out and said, you know, they're cutting 60 fighters. Yoel Romero, the great Yoel Romero, the soldier of God, he's been cut from the UFC. And there's a lot of shit really going on, man. So before I really jump into it, on today's menu of episode 249 of the Greatest Combat Sports and Culture Show, the entire Universe of Fight podcast, we're going to go ahead and talk about, obviously, this weekend's recap. What happened? Errol Spence, Danny Garcia, biggest fight of the weekend, one of the biggest ramifications for boxing. We'll go ahead and discuss what happened there. Also, MMA-wise, in the UFC, there is a new contender at 185. I will talk about that as well. Amazing back-and-forth action in the main event in the UFC fight night this past weekend. It was incredible. I love that shit. Uh, So we we will be talking about that. 
Floyd Mayweather, probably the biggest news of the weekend. Floyd Mayweather has been in the news once again. Um, this man is a brilliant mastermind of keeping himself in in the know, in in the in the talk, in pop culture. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what Floyd Mayweather does. But Floyd Mayweather has announced he is competing. I can't make this shit up, yo. This man is going out here and he is competing against Logan Paul. Logan Paul, the YouTube star, and and Floyd Mayweather are going to go ahead and be competing now uh, for uh, for the, what they call it a special exhibition. So that's what we're going to talk about that and so much more on episode 249 of the greatest combat sports coach on the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. Uh, this is more you guys are watching currently. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Twitch, morning coffee and fight news. Hope you guys are having a great Monday morning. Uh, let's go ahead and kick it off, man. Uh, probably, like I said, the biggest, um, you know what, fuck it. Um, I, I wasn't going to start here, but I'm, I'm going to start here just because I think this is the biggest uh, news of the weekend. Um, Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Okay, they're doing a special exhibition scheduled for February 20th of next year. Uh, February 20th is an important day for many different reasons. Obviously, this is happening. Um, obviously, it's Rihanna's birthday, but more importantly, it's my birthday. So uh, that, that there's a lot to look forward to coming up on February 20th, 2021. Uh, <laughs> but um, the, the thing about it is this, man. Th- this I can't lie. This came out of left field. Um, I'm sitting in bed Sunday morning. Hanging out, you know, just with the lady. We're literally, like I said, sitting in bed doing Christmas shopping. Both of us have laptops on your on, on my on your laps, uh, you know, laying in bed, little cup of coffee, and uh, and had ancient aliens on in the background, loving it, chilling, loving life. If you guys don't watch ancient aliens, I don't know what you're doing. Like, bro, ancient aliens on a Sunday with a cup of coffee. There's nothing better. There's no fucking show better than Ancient Aliens on a Sunday morning, okay? So we were sitting there chilling, Ancient, ancient Aliens it up and shit, and uh, and out of nowhere, man, I, I get, a, I get, a, I get a, a ding on my phone. I get an alert, and, uh, and Floyd Mayweather tweeted, and he tweeted an image of him and himself and the YouTube star Logan Paul, not Jake Paul, who just knocked the fuck out of, uh, out of Nate, Nate Robinson, Nate the Great. I'm talking about Logan Paul, his older brother, the the original Calabasas killer from YouTube, you know, YouTube star. And uh, when I saw this, oh, bro, the, the the feeling, there was just this sinking feeling that hit me because the first thought that came to my head is this is total bullshit. They've been trolling each other for the last two months, right? Logan Paul's been going online saying Floyd can't fucking read. Floyd Mayweather's telling him he beat his ass. Logan Paul's coming back saying, I'm 40 pounds heavier than you. How the hell can you beat my ass? So on and so forth, right? Right. Um, I don't know, man. So I didn't think it was going to be real. But then out of nowhere, you get another alert. And you get another alert. And you get another fucking alert. And then out of nowhere, you realize this shit's real. Then I'm over here scrambling on my phone because shit, I'm trying to put this news out too. I'm trying to be the Elliot Wilson of this shit. So I put the news out, man. It, it's confirmed. The moment it's confirmed, I go ahead and drop it. Responsible journalism, you know what I'm saying? Putting it out once it's actually confirmed. So I put that shit out. And it's official. February 20th, 2021, special exhibition, Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul. 
Um, a lot of people, the, the, the purest in me was disgusted. First thing. So the question I'm asking everybody and I have here, if you guys are watching on screen is, um, do I like love or hate this? And my initial feeling was I hated this. Why? Why would you do such a thing? Why? Why the fuck are we wasting time? Can't we please get back to the real fights? I commented on MMAfighting.com's page also. Yo, can we get back to the real fucking fights? Come on, bro. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of this, these sideshows. But I started thinking about it. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., 54, 51 years old, YouTuber, Coleman Event. Just did 1.5 million pay per view buys. One 1.5, right? So then you go and think about history. And I'm not just talking about recent history. I'm not talking about Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather. I want to talk about Muhammad Ali, Fai back in the day, in the later points of his career. Let's talk about Joe Lewis doing pro wrestling. This, unfortunately, is part of the game. And it's not just in boxing. MMA. Oh, think anything Bob Sapp related. It's total bullshit. You know what I mean? And not only was it total bullshit, it sold. And they all sold very well. Um, for the purist, we have to understand, bro, this is part of the sport. And, and, and there is a place for it in our sport. I think the problem in lies when we start having the the side show over the real fights. That's when it's a it's an issue, especially with me, right? But if we're keeping these side shows separately, and we set them up like, and I'm telling you, what Tyson Jones did and what Mike Tyson's doing with the the league that they're doing, I think is fucking brilliant. You hire entertaining and relevant commentators production value has to be immaculate because it fucking was you start the show off with prospects legit fucking prospects okay whether it be on the mma or boxing side give me a legit fucking prospect like a solid real fight and then you give me a fight with a legend or somebody who is a a name let him put him in there with some schlub Somebody in there, whatever, he's retired or towards the end of his career, have him do something fun, then bullshit fight, bullshit fight with the big names. It, it, the proof is in the pudding. This There's a space for it. And something I have to also say is a couple of things. I got to give credit to Floyd Mayweather. And the reason I say this is this, because look, and I know a lot of us who who, who know me, and a lot of people who've heard me speak before, I know you, you anticipated me just sh- shitting all over this, but I can't. This, this shit's here to stay. These type of matchups, this type of bullshit is, is honestly, man, what's going to happen, right? So I think about it and I, and, I, and I really assess it. 
if they're going to do it, I'll say in terms of Floyd Mayweather being a genius. In a time where most athletes, combat sports athletes, have to sail off into the sunset and find just terrible pay cuts where they're just doing some bullshit, he's been able to not only keep himself relevant in terms of pop culture, my man's has been able to go out there and not just stay in the public eye, make money, and then continue growing his fan base. I mean, this is brilliant. Think about what he did a couple years ago with Floyd, with uh, Conor McGregor. He took the biggest star that MMA has ever seen, told him, come on, come to this side. I'm going to go. Let's put on a fight. Me versus you. They, there was no real, real danger for him in a boxing match against a guy in his first fuck. It was that was kind of his first professional boxing fight. Okay, let's let's keep it a bean. That was his first fucking fight. So you have kind of McGregor going out there, and, and he he's he's pulling in the MMA audience. So now he gets a bigger audience, a huge payday, four point two million pay per view buys with a hundred dollar price tag. Fucking crazy. And now he's going out there and fighting against the biggest YouTube star or one of the biggest YouTube stars. And and look, look, look what he's doing in terms of what he's doing with the pay-per-view, right? Check this shit out. They just announced this. The first million buys, the pay-per-view is only going to be $25. After that, after a couple weeks go by, 40 bucks. After that, it's 60 bucks. And then 10 days before the fight, $65, which is $10 less than what was just this past weekend's Errol Spence, Danny Garcia fight. I'm not going to stunt. Nigga, that, that shit's brilliant. That is brilliant, fam. To, to be able to go out there and, because let's be honest, I, I've said it here time and time and again, I truly believe that the pay-per-view model is fucking dead. Fuck that shit. No one's paying 20, 75 bucks for a pay-per-view. I would tell you right now, there's plenty of people out there that went out there and, and streamed that fucking pay-per-view. Come on, fam. We're in a pandemic. You think I'm going to spend 75 bucks to watch this bullshit? Especially when it's not guaranteed action. We know what boxing gives us a lot of times. Not granted. Has it been better in the, in the, in the, recent, in, uh, in the recent, you know, memory? Has it been in the past? Yeah, we've been getting some good fucking fights. But at the end of the day, we've gotten a lot of bullshit still. Do you know what I'm saying? We've gotten a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of bullshit. Um, so so that, that's one of the things, man. Um, this is one of those fights that do I like it? Do I like love or hate it? I hate it. I personally, me, Serge. The host of the Fight Podcast, episode 249. Me. I hate this shit. I think this is bullshit. I want to get back to real fucking fights. I like seeing the best fight the best. That is what I enjoy. But I'll be a bold-faced fucking liar. A bold-faced liar. If I sat here and told you guys I wasn't going to be watching that fucking fight. Because guess what? I, I don't know who the hell else they're putting on that card. They, they can put... Fucking Logan Paul back out there with some other NBA dude to knock the fuck out. They can realistically do that. And guess what? I have to talk about it. And as much as all these MMA pundits and everybody talking shit online, they're going to say, oh, I don't want to see it, whatever, whatever. Fam, 
we're all going to tune in and you're a liar if you don't think it is. So do I, do I like love or hate it? I hate it. But is there a time, is there a place for it? Is it, is it something that is going to be here forever and always? Yeah, it's a part of the sport, man. We just got to deal with it. So that's huge news that happened this week, man. Uh, uh, this Sunday morning, bright and early, big news. Floyd Mayweather, uh, TBE, is back. And he's fighting against some asshat from YouTube. <laughs> All right, man. Um, remember, listen to the Fight Podcast. Everywhere podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at the website, man. Website super dope, thefightpodcast.com. Listen, like, subscribe, and share, okay? Let people know. If you are watching this video, go ahead. I know they got the buttons and shit down there. Do me a favor. Also, like and subscribe, share. We are currently streaming live right now on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So if you're online right now, let them know. Let them know. Let people know. Um, and thank you all for watching currently on the show, man. I appreciate you guys. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and take a little sip of coffee on this morning coffee and fight news. All right. Man, you got all the uh, holiday flavors and shit now coming out. I like, you know, grinding up my own beans and stuff. But I want to, I'm, dude, I, come on, man. When the holidays come, I'm all for that shit. I fucking love the holidays. <laughs> I get all the fucking weird fucking flavors. I don't give a damn. I'm not going to sit here and drink black coffee just because I'm some dude. Like, I got to be hard. Drink black coffee. Ugh, nah, nigga, that shit tastes like crap. I'm trying to go out here, drink some delicious pumpkin whatever latte. And, uh, and I get them all when the holidays comes off. So, yeah, this is a nice little maple, some maple type of coffee i got from trader joe's shit is delicious <laughs> all right all right moving right along man the biggest news and i say fight of the weekend um obviously is the only major pay-per-view of the weekend and dude errol spence danny garcia went at it this weekend um it honestly man it was a pay-per-view fox pay-per-view the entire card the, the undercard everything very entertaining um a lot of people had questions on this one, all right? A lot of questions in this fight. I think when this fight was first announced in terms of Errol Spence and Danny Garcia, I think a lot of people would have said, look, man, Errol Spence is the man. He's going to walk through Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia got some losses. He has some holes in his game. We don't see it. And when this, then when we first talked about this fight, and I sat right here, right here on the Fight Podcast, I spoke with, the guru, Brandon Camille, our boxing resident who comes in each and every week. And when he and I were speaking about it, I think we both said, especially right after the, the uh, Errol Spence-Sean Porter fight. After the Errol Spence-Sean Porter fight, Errol Spence went out there. You know, Danny Garcia jumped in the ring, said they wanted to fight. Right here on this program, I said it. He walks through Danny. This, is, this isn't even a competition. But we know what happened right after that. About a week and a half later, Errol Spence gets in a, a nasty, nasty car accident. Flips his motherfucking Ferrari. He gets shot out of the car. And uh, fam, I don't, this dude had all the, the boxing guys on his side and everybody else's guys with him as well. Fucking Tashala was there. You know, everybody from the ancestral plane was there. And uh, they helped my mans out because the only thing that happened was he, you know, busted his front teeth. Scraped up his face a little bit. And he was fine. He was good, even. 
more than fine. My man was Gucci. But everybody was wondering what's going on. Is he, is he okay? Is he going to ever be the same? Because we honestly didn't know. So when this fight was announced, everyone said, damn, that's a, that's a tall fucking order for your fight back. Maybe you should go out there and take somebody else. Maybe you should get a, a warm-up fight. Errol Spence said, no, nah, that's not how I'm built. Let's do this shit. Danny Garcia, he's my mentor. Let's knock this. Let's, let's get this shit cracking. And what happened, I honestly don't think should have surprised anybody. Errol Spence Jr. went out there and looked like Errol Spence fucking Jr. He walked out there and in my estimation, man, completely dominated Danny Garcia. I only gave Danny Garcia two rounds. I gave him, I believe, uh, the second round and one of the ones towards the end. But um, I, I think Errol, Errol Spence went out there, is show, showed the world exactly who he is and why I've said time and time again, I believe he is the best 147 pounder in the world. The proof is in the pudding. Look at his resume. Look at his fucking resume. Danny Garcia is no chump. Danny Garcia is a former unified champion at 140 pounds. Dude is a fucking monster. And my mans went out there, and I'm going to be honest with you, man, just, just dominated him. Aerosmith went out there and dominated him in the same fashion that he went out there and dominated Mikey Garcia. The same fashion that he dominated Lamont Pearson. The same fashion that he dominated Kel Brook. He went out there and used a, a, a calculated and a powerful jab and was able to, to really dictate the pace of the fight. His pressure and his pace, even though Danny Garcia was throwing a real similar level of, of punches in the compu box numbers, which I honestly can't lie, I was really shocked that it was as close as it was because it was a feeling. When you watch fights, yo, you get a real fucking feeling, right? You have an opportunity, you feel the fight coming downhill. You feel, it feels like a wave and you can tell, it's just like a basketball game, just like any other sport, football, you can feel momentum. And you can tell that the momentum and all the, 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 the good shit was with Errol Spence. He was controlling the fight. He was controlling the distance. He was controlling the range. And you can tell, and I will say, I, I said roughly about the fifth round, I would say. Errol Spence took Danny Garcia's heart. I love Danny Garcia. I'm a huge fucking Danny Garcia fan. Danny Garcia got his soul snatched that night. He took his fucking heart. And you can tell. You, you heard his dad, Angel Garcia. And I've never heard Angel in the corner like this. Pleading. My man was fucking pleading with Danny. Come on, bro. Come on, Danny. You can't. You, you, he, he's, he's, he's dictating the pace. He's just throwing his jab, fam. What's up? You got to do more. He was begging. He was fucking begging Danny to do stuff. But Danny was just... Even if you guys check it out, man, there was an exchange after the, after the fight, at the post-fight. Danny and his dad were pretty much post-fight going back and forth like, fam, you were fucking in there getting hit by this dude. I, I, I couldn't do anything. There's nothing I can do. And Angel was like, nah, fuck that. He was being a pussy. <laughs> he didn't say that, but he was close. He's fucking close to saying that shit. So it was really one of those things that was, I don't know, man. It, it, it was... um. It was as dominant as I could have expected. Um, even more so because I didn't. There was no. There were no ramifications. Danny, he even admitted after towards the middle of the fight, he said he got a little tired, he had a little ring rust, but now that he's back. He says he wants to stay active. Um, 
And Danny, don't let me say, don't, I want, don't want to sound like I'm saying Danny went out there was a chump. Danny fought his ass off. Danny's sharp. Danny's dangerous. But at the end of the day, he just wasn't enough for Earl Spence. And Earl Spence proved time and time again why he is the best 147 pounder in the world. Okay. Um, now, what's next for Earl Spence? After the fight, he was asked, and they asked him, and they said, yo, Errol. What's up? Come on, you got another dude who had a strap, the WBO strap. You, you should fight that guy. Who's the guy with the WBO strap, you ask? Now, come on, man. It's Terrence Crawford, ESPN's guy. That's the one ESPN continues telling us is the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. And yo, yo, top rank. And ESPN ringside, yo, y'all messy. Yeah, y'all mad petty. Literally, this, Errol Spence didn't win more than, oh, and I know I didn't say it. Errol Spence, dominant unanimous decision win. I only gave Danny Garcia two rounds. Some people gave it 8-4. I gave it 10-2 to uh, Errol Spence. I gave him 10 rounds of Danny Garcia's two. It is what it was, man. It was just an ass whooping. It, it, was, it was a calculated, dominant ass whooping that's what you want to see from your champions i loved it loved every second of it i thought it was an entertaining match um i, I thought it was entertaining because there was tension you didn't didn't know what was going to happen both men were really throwing leather just a lot of fun man a lot of fucking fun a lot of fun man great fight um great matchup but what's next for errol spence we would love if for it to be the 147 pound wbo champion terrence bud crawford i would love that uh, I don't know if that fight's going to happen. The other ma possible matchup is Manny Pacquiao, who has the uh, the other belt. I don't know if that's going to happen either. Okay? It's interesting. Okay? It's very interesting. It's really because of promotional ties. We might end up seeing Errol Spence versus Keith Thurman. That might be a fight. They're both on the same side of the tracks. But in terms of... Uh, Terrence Crawford, we're not going to see that fight happen, people. Let me be the first to tell you. We will not see that fight in 2021. I don't believe we'll see that fight in 2022. I think that the promotions have too much issues. Not only do I think promotions have too much issues, I think some of the fighters uh, don't want to concede. I hate to tell you this. Terrence Crawford says he, he deserves a 60-40 split. He thinks he is the A-side. I'm here to tell you, you're not. Terrence Bud Crawford. Anybody can get this Terrence Bud Crawford. You're not the A-side against Errol Spence. And this is why. Let me tell you why. Exactly why. Pay-per-view doesn't lie. Numbers doesn't lie. He's had three pay-per-views in a row. You have not. Your shit's on free TV. When you do have pay-per-views, that shit don't sell. Your promoter can't stand you and you can't stand your promoter i'm just being honest man the a side of this matchup is errol spence you want to know another reason let's talk about bud crawford's record the best win on bud crawford's record is kell brook and we're talking about a washed kell brook at this point in time before that was Who? Who? I, I can't tell you. 
He had that one African dude who was dope at 140. I'll say that. That was one. That was probably the best one before that. But he doesn't have anybody else. Real big names that stand out. He doesn't have that. Now, let me talk about the other guy. He just beat. He's beaten. So he just beat former champion Danny Garcia. He beat former champion Sean Porter. He beat former champion where he first got his belt. Kell Brook. When Kell Brook was still Kell Brook. When Kell Brook beat Sean Porter. He's also beaten former champion Lamont Peterson. When Lamont Peterson was a monster. So when we looked, he's also beaten perennial pound for pound champ and multiple division champion Mikey Garcia. So let's just go down the list again. Danny Garcia, Mikey Garcia, Sean Porter, Kell Brook, Lamont Peterson. That is five stellar, fucking amazing, amazing guys. And I could only maybe pick one or two for, uh, for Bud Crawford. So again, let's recap it real fast. Let's recap. Why is Errol Spence the A-side? Three pay-per-views in a row to your nut. He's beaten five former champions that are still relatively in their prime or around their prime. You have not. There it is. Errol Spence is the A-side. Errol Spence deserves 60-40. But I do not see that happening, unfortunately. So I just don't see this fight happening, man. Um, what's next for Danny Garcia? Man, look. I, I think um, Terrence Crawford said something best, man. I think Terrence Crawford said, "You can't. how can we call you elite if you're not beating the top guys and making the adjustments to get it done? I think Danny Garcia has proven that at 140, 140 pounds, he's elite. At 147 pounds, he, he's, he's just a B-level guy, man. He's a B-plus guy. He's damn fucking good. He's almost there, but he's just not there. It is what it is. All right, moving right along, guys. Uh, we also had uh, this weekend, uh, this weekend uh, was a big one. Yo, guys, we have a new, a new contender in the UFC's middleweight division, and his name is motherfucking Marvin Vittori, man. Marvin Vittori goes out there and picks up a gritty, a gritty back and forth win against the Joker, Jack Hermanson. What an amazing fight, man. If you guys didn't get a chance to see it, man, they actually broke a record for a combined strikes in a middleweight matchup. Over 300 strikes thrown, man. These guys are going out there five rounds of hell. Um, Jack Hermanson ended up breaking his foot in the first round, breaking his eye socket in the second round, still uh, winning the late rounds of this fight. Marvin Vittori goes out there early in the fight, almost stops Jack Hermanson at the beginning and truly does prove that he is, he is an elite. He is a top five guy. Okay, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, um, he started his UFC career off two and two. He was a two and two guy. We saw him lose to Shoeface. Um, Shoeface is good, but he's not somebody who's like an, an elite guy. Um, but he's grown. He trains down there, uh, Huntington Beach over there with uh, the likes of Kelvin Gastelum and uh, and Rafael Cordero. Rafael Cordero, for those who do not know, is the same man who's training Mike Tyson. For his last matchup. So he has an amazing team around him. And he's really grown. Remember he did have a split decision loss. To Israel Adesanya. Now did I think it was a split decision? No. I don't even think it was close. But a judge gave it to him. And he feels confident based upon that. So we got to give him props man. He went out there. And like I said. Oh, 
he beat a tough fucking dude, man. Jack Manson's a tough, gritty, gritty guy. I, I love what I saw about this. He great grappling. And they both um, went out there to do it. Now, one thing that I have a question is about in terms of Marvin Vittori, moving forward, does he have the finishing chops that we want, right? He had Jack hurt bad. I, I thought that first round was he was going to get him finished. He didn't. I thought the second round was going to get him finished. He didn't. He he seems like he can hold a guy on the hook. And I feel like when you're at the really top level, if you got a guy hurt, you got to get him. You got to get him out of there, man. So that that's a big, big thing for me, man. It's one of those things that we have to see and we got to get these guys out of there. And he wasn't doing that. But regardless, his cardio held up. He looked incredible. And yo, UFC, we have another fucking dog at 185 pounds. And then after the fact, he went out there and called out Polo Costa. Fam. Him versus Bohachina, Marvin Vittori versus Bohachina is a fight made in fucking MMA heaven. I fucking love that matchup. Two big juice monkey looking fucking guys who can throw down, who are both gonna go forward and honestly go after it. And I'll be honest, with you, I think I'm 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 picking fucking Marvin Vittori to win that fight. Um, if not, I think an amazing matchup is because remember, this fight was supposed to be, um. What's his name? Uh, black man who unfortunately ended up. Yeah, I, I'm blanking on it, but the, he's fighting um, next week against. Uh, I'm just gonna pull it up for you guys because you know what? I'm better than that, and I want to make sure I pull this up for you guys. Uh, because skipping my name right now, I don't understand why. Okay, there he is. All right, so uh, Kevin Holland, Kevin Holland, who is on a tear. He is four and zero this year in 2020. He's taken every fight. Unfortunately, he got COVID, so he was forced to pull out of that matchup. He ended up take essentially him and Vertori switched because Vertori was supposed to fight next week against um, Jacare Souza, former champion. That was supposed to be a really the test, the biggest test of his career. Now he switched it. He ends up getting this win. Now Kevin Holland's going against Jacare Souza next weekend, and I'll be honest with you. If Kevin Holland wins that fight, I want to see Kevin Holland versus Marvin Vittori more than I want to see Marvin Vittori versus Paulo Costa. I think those guys have earned that right and kind of stepped into that spot. So that's what I think and I would love to see happen next. Kevin Holland, Marvin Vittori, sign me the fuck up. Hey, but shit, sign me the fuck up for Marvin Vittori and Polo Costa too. That would be an amazing, amazing fight. All right. Uh, the rest of the weekend, man, we, there were some a couple other people that really stood out. Uh, good fucking fight cards all around, man. You guys should go ahead and uh, and check those out. Um, do we have anything on the boxing end else that anything stood out? Nah, we're all good. Uh, we had some fight announcements, man. But um, one of the big things that also happened this weekend that I want to touch on uh, this week is, yo, does the UFC have a fucking COVID crisis? And and the reason I say this is this. And I know people get tired of us bringing up COVID and shit, especially when we're talking about MMA because the MMA community, we already know, fam, we don't like talking about that shit. I get it, right? I, I do. But the, it's right here in our face, okay? And, and the fact that this shit is right here in our face, I think we have to really address the, the, the elephant in the room. And things, guys, we got to do things differently. Um, Angela Hill was supposed to go out there and fight against next, uh, next weekend. Um, she was supposed to fight in a rematch against Tisha Torres, which is going to be an amazing fight. I couldn't wait talk about it she had to pull out of it and she said something that i thought was very 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 important right and, and she put out a tweet and on her tweet and like i said i actually have this tweet for you guys want to check it out you can go on at the fight podcast and check out our ig 
right on IG. I'm telling you guys, listen everywhere at the Fight Podcast. Uh, we keep you up to date with everything, tweets and everything. But um, one thing that Angela Hill, she's the one that pretty much broke that news and said that she is no longer competing uh, in this matchup, man. But she goes out there and says this. She says, look, man, tested positive for COVID and I won't be fighting next week. Try to stay as safe as possible during fight camp, but with MMA training, there's virtually no social distancing. Was looking forward to running it back, maybe in the near future. Hashtag COVID fucking up everyone's season. Hashtag UFC 256. Okay. I mean, look, man. She's she's right. And unless you can do something like the NBA has done, and you take all the athletes and you put them in a bubble, I mean, and essentially they can do that with the, the 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 apex but when people are essentially two months away from their fight you say okay you guys get locked down and this is all you can't go anywhere nobody in nobody out that is the only way that you're gonna go ahead and actually stop this from happening aside from that man guess what people we're gonna continue getting these matchups we have already just had five main events in a row that is five UFC cards in a row we have lost due to COVID. And that and we had this past weekend, we lost three matchups. Not one, not two, but fucking three matchups in this past weekend's car due to COVID. So we only had eight matchups in, in all kind of go after it, man. Um, so is there something we can do? No, nah, man. So does the UFC have a COVID crisis? Yes. But you know who else has a COVID crisis? It's the country. It's us. It's all of us. Um. This past week, COVID became the number one killer in in America. It, it took over fucking heart disease. Nigga, that's, that's just crazy. That's wild. So it's just something that's happening with the country, not just the UFC. But I think the UFC, if they want to move forward, not continue having this shit affect them, we're going to have to do something differently. It is what it is. All right. Uh, let's let's go out there. Let's do anything else. Anything else? Anything else we want to touch on? You know what, guys? That that's that's about all I got for you guys today, man. Um, t- this has been episode two forty nine of the greatest combat sports and culture in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. This is morning coffee and fight news. Remember, listen to the Fight Podcast everywhere podcasting is available: Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at thefightpodcast.com. Listen, like, subscribe, share. I want to appreciate you guys for joining in today, man. Thank you for everybody who's listening live right now. I see you guys on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch. I appreciate it, man. We're going to do so much more keeping the content going. Make sure you tell everybody, follow us at The Fight Podcast on all social media platforms. Follow me, your boy, Serge Vicente, at uh, Serge Vicente and at The Fight Podcast. And uh, check it out. We will see you guys next time right here. Oh, and before we get out of here, um, remember also, We'll be back. We have, uh, check out our sponsors, Everlast.com, check uh, uh, Everlast, CBD Pure, as well as No Club Official. All of them are the Fight Podcast is your promo code. You go out there, you get 10% off your gloves and any equipment at Everlast. You get $10 off of a box at Nug Club, so you save. You literally get $200 worth of weed for fucking $90. Yes, I said that. 200 bucks worth of bud for 90 bucks with promo code to fight at the Nug Club. And if you want all your CBD needs, check out CBD Pure. Um, they take care of you. They take care of us here at the Fight Podcast. You get 15% off with promo code to fight. All right, that's all the time we have for today, man. Check us out on the website and everything. Love you guys. We'll see you next time right here on the Fight Podcast. 
deuces. Ah.